Hello. Welcome. Pastor Deborah here. Yes, we are in another episode, another part, another video for you. Welcome here to the Garden of Eden. Spiritually. In the natural, I'm in my living room. It's a quiet day. I think husband is doing something, but he's quiet. The neighborhood is quiet. There aren't trucks. There's no thunder and lightning. So today is a good day to record. We're beginning another part of my dear spiritual child letter from me, Agape Love himself to you. Yeah, this is going to be number part episode number 29. We're working through the many different areas, sections of this letter that God gave to me long, long years ago. I wrote them down, would send them out with a teddy bear. Let me show you the teddy that would go with the letter. This was the teddy, one of them. I had several. In fact, I've got big ones and little ones and mamas and little baby ones all over the house. They helped me to see you. This teddy is carrying a heart with eyes of I love you, pleading to you to accept his gift. He's carrying a gift of agape love for you. And he comes in peace and sweetness, and he offers freely to you the gift of agape love. I'm going to put Teddy down now while I record. In this part, number 29, we're going to cover one of the greatest scriptures that God gave me years ago to help me understand himself, his mother side. His likeness aside. You see, God is one, but he's more than one. Yeah. He's a father's side. We see that in the natural. He's a mother. He has a mother's side. We see that also in the natural. He took what was hidden spiritually of him and the spiritual realm and showed us in nature himself who he is, all of his components, all of his different, we'll say, parts of himself. Do you know that I began working with people out of multi-generational Satanism? And they all had multiple personalities. It would be classified in the mental health world as disassociative identity disorder. Well, one day I asked God, how come these people have multiple personalities? They live in a horrible spiritual and mental world of abuse and demonic spirits. And yet they have to work out in the world, in society, and look like normal. And he told me the reason they have multiple personalities One being many, but many in one is because he does. He had multiple personalities, different sides of himself 
that we are yet to begin to even explore. And he said, because I have that and I am that. I am a father, but I am a mother. Mm -hmm. My word is my son. I have out-of-body experiences myself. I put my spirit in people. So to help us understand ourselves here. Excuse me. My husband needed my driver's license. He's working on our taxes. But I forgot where I was. But I'll try to pick up the best I can. In this part, number 29, we're going to go through the most powerful scriptures God gave me to help me understand him. And we want to thank Pixabay for this beautiful motion video. And we want to give thanks to Zoom Pro. That's who I'm recording through. Thank you, YouTube, for putting it up. And Twitter and LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. God is working through them. Mm-hmm. So we learned, or rather I learned years ago, God allowed people to have multiple personalities. It's a gift of defense, escape, because he has them. He has a multiple personality, God. He has different sides of himself. Mm -hmm. And in this one, we're going to learn about his greatest part of him, agape love, the greatest gift it's sort of his mama side. Mamas usually are a little bit more comforting. And sometimes they have to step in and tell the other side of us, the authoritarian, the authoritative side, the powerful side. Calm down. Remember, they are your child. Take a deep breath. So here in this number 29 part. Here in this episode, number 29, of Agape Love, the greatest gift, the little section we're working in, of my dear spiritual child, letter from me, Agape Love himself, will read through this wonderful scripture. It's 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 13, from the authorized King James Bible. Before we begin, I want to give you a big welcome again to here, the Garden of Eden, the very spiritual presence of God on earth for your spirit. Does it look like this? Sometimes. Is this his presence? Sometimes. Is this agape love? Sometimes. It's beautiful, glorious, moving. Nurturing, filling us, touching us, comforting us. But let's begin first with prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for bringing all of us here, including me, to the garden of your presence. The garden of Eden on earth. Where is it, Father? We don't know. Spiritually. It's protected by a mighty cherubim and a flaming sword, hidden away from Satan and his demons. But they do know sort of where it's at. But all of us who have been in darkness, 
like Pastor Deborah was, who didn't even know it existed. We thank you for bringing us here, opening it up to us, opening the gates, drawing us to yourself to come into your presence. Where our hearts are mended, joy is overflowing, and we can be reborn, made new in your presence. Thank you for all that you are doing to help us, through your Holy Spirit, understand you and understand ourselves. And the world in the kingdom of darkness, the world on earth, and your words of spirit and life. Thank you. In the name of Christ Jesus. Amen. Okay. We're going to go to 1 Corinthians 13. 1 Corinthians 13. 4 through 13. Remember, I'm using the authorized King James Version of the Bible. Now, God taught me to amplify it out by using the word spiritual or spirit in front of almost every word. I had to learn that his words were spiritual. They were for the spirit. All the Bible stories that happened in the flesh were reflecting a realm we could not see, the spirit. So you'll hear a lot of that word in front of everything. So let's begin. Agape love spiritually suffers long. The mama will suffer long, long times for the loss of her children. Mm-hmm. Gopi love is spiritually kind. We see that in many, many ways throughout nature, children, pets, kind. We don't see that a lot in government. Or politicians. Agape love spiritually envies not. It doesn't look at you with envy. It's not jealous of you. Mm -mm. Agape love spiritually vaults or does not lift itself up. It doesn't lift itself up and say, I'm better than you. It doesn't get prideful. Agape love, spiritually, is not puffed up in pride. It doesn't look at itself through the eyes, the lust of pride, trying to deceive you and steal from you. To get you to love it. Because it thinks it's the best thing ever for you. It's not a controller. It's not blinded. By its own glory. It's not perverted and twisted. 
No, it's not prideful. There is another whose heart is like that. His name is Satan, the very adversary of God. He became prideful. It's all about me. I have to be number one. You have to stay with me, love me, no matter what. If I have to steal you, kill you. And if you won't, I will kill you. Copy love is not like that. It waits. It suffers long. It thinks only kind thoughts towards you. Copy love does not spiritually behave unseemly. We've seen that. People cursing at you, calling you horrible names. Even mamas calling their children horrible names. Calling people they're supposed to love horrible names. Acting like a seducing spirit. It doesn't lie. It doesn't cheat. doesn't steal. That is not a copy love. So when you see that coming from somebody that says they love you, it's not this kind of love. Copy love spiritually seeks not its own way. It will not force you to love it. It knows you need it, but it will wait long years waiting for you to sort of come to your senses and see that you need what it offers. It will try to help you, but not enforce itself on you. For if it did, it would be a rapist. Agape love is not a rapist. Mamas wait and believe there's good in their children if they have agape love in their heart. Agape love is not easily provoked to hatred or jealousy or envy or anger or lust. It stays steady. It will endure your hardship to it, your nasty words, your hate and your anger. And it will not fight back. It will cry for you. Copy love spiritually thinks no evil of you. Looks at you as a child, ignorant. Trapped in slavery, living in fear and torment. Copy love looks at you with tears, love, long suffering, and patience. Copy love thinks no evil, it thinks no evil towards anybody, with anybody, no evil to the world or to nature. Or to the resources. It thinks of no war. Retaliation. Vengeance. It thinks no evil. Gopi love spiritually. Rejoices. Not in spiritual iniquity. Iniquity means perverseness. Twistedness. Something that's not right. 
It doesn't rejoice in that. It doesn't rejoice in child abuse from a parent or a family member. It doesn't rejoice in evil spirits. It doesn't rejoice over ignorance and slavery and captivity. It doesn't rejoice when your governments try to rule your lives and steal and force you to not believe in him and not love your neighbor. It will twist. Governments will twist and pervert agape love to love your constitution, love your government, love your politicians. Love, lust gets all mixed up. Lust becomes love. Love becomes perverted. This agape love does not do that. Agape love spiritually rejoices in the spiritual truth. Yes, there is truth. Agape love carries it. Every portion of it, every touch, every glory, and every one of these little things is truth. What is truth? What's real in the spirit realm? Well, you can have lots of truths. We hear that. I have my truth. You have your truth. What I think is right, that's my truth. What I feel about myself, that's my truth. We all have truths. But agape love is not like that. It has the truth for the spirit. The truth of what's really going on and why people act the way they do. You can have your story and you can tell us what's happened to you. And that can be the truth of your experiences. But it's not the spiritual truth. So it rejoices when you know spiritual truth. Copy love spiritually bears and endures and carries on itself on behalf of all others. All your hurts, your spiritual pains and wounds, it bears all it carries. We see that when a young man named Christ Jesus went to the cross as a lamb to be sacrificed, not to commit suicide. He went to bear your burdens, your judgment of the law, the kingdom of heaven on himself. I did that once for a young man named Gavin. He had been raped with a steel rod up his fanny by a satanic high priest. He was in a lot of pain. When he got out of the hospital, they gave him terrible and powerful drugs for the pain. He had been a heroin addict because he was raised in child pornography, abused since he was six months old. And he didn't want to. And he got free in a powerful spiritual way of heroin. And he didn't want to take the medicine. He was afraid he'd become an addict again. So God asked me to take his infection 
that was to come because of the rape by a steel rod to show him and all of his friends the love that was born on the cross for him and how this Christ took on himself their sins, their pains, their infections, their diseases and illnesses to show them his love for them. For love could bear it all. So I prayed while they were on the phone with me that God would put the infection on me. Well, a few months later, I got it. It was a diverticulitis infection. For two and a half months, I didn't really know I had it. I just couldn't eat. I lost a lot of weight. And one day I couldn't breathe. Water had backed up in my lungs. My heart had been affected. I now carry a pacemaker because of that. But I was going to prove the power of agape love to these precious little ones. How it would carry and bury and take on their behalf what was going to happen to them. Some people we know give their lives to protect others. And we say the greatest love that anyone can have for another is to lay down your life, your freedoms for others. Many throughout history, many soldiers and mamas have done that. Proving their love for a loved one. Mm -hmm. You won't see the dictators, the politicians, the leaders doing that. They don't love you. They only love themselves. Mm -hmm. But I did that. Through tears on the phone, I prayed to take the infection. So they would understand the cross. And they would see a love they had never seen before. And the power of it to bear their burdens. And to take upon itself all spiritual things. To endure and bear their burdens. Mm -hmm. Many people got saved because of my willingness to be an ambassador of agape love to others. And I still carry the pacemaker. I've had it, gosh, going on 10 years now. Heart's very weak. Mm Mm-hmm. It's not probably will never be healed, but I'm putting along and God showed his love and many people began to understand the cross and the love of a young man for you and the love of the father of the kingdom of heaven for you and how through the power of the Holy Spirit, this young man on the cross could endure All that was put on him, sin and death and curses and diseases for you. Love will bear it all. It will grit its teeth and not say a word. Will endure pain and hardship and even death for you. But this young man on the cross knew that after about three days, The father was going to resurrect him to show you your new birth. 
that death had no longer any hold on humanity. Hell could not hold you anymore. Ignorance could not hold you. That in agape love and through agape love and with agape love, the power of resurrection, life from death, the long-suffering, the waiting for you to return. He would give you that free gift of life from death. Mm -hmm. That was the power, the definition of agape love. Agape love, Corinthians goes on and says, spiritually believes all spiritual things are possible. I don't know if I've told you, there's a lady who wrote a book called Created for the Impossible. She has a television show, don't even know what channel. I've listened to it a few times. But she thinks that we get created to do impossible things. But if you're walking in, living in, being fed by, nourished by, understand this agape love of the heavenly father, the father of Christ Jesus, the king of the kingdom of heaven. He just told us that agape love spiritually believes all things are possible. Life from death, that the grave cannot hold you, that there will be a new earth one day. You will be on it. That all that was desired in the beginning will be fulfilled. Father and his children will be together. Children ruling and reigning on a new earth. But he says, agape love believes all things are possible. So how could this lady teach that she was created to do the impossible? So she is saying that with God, things are impossible. She's thinking out of her soul. Her soul thinks, I can't do that. That's impossible. I can't heal people. That's impossible. I can't cast out devils. That's impossible. Those are impossible things. Yes, for the soul, an unregenerative, unborn again spirit. She should have called it, I was created for the possible, for nothing. According to agape, love is impossible to do or believe. And that's the power of agape love. Its belief is so strong. There's nothing impossible for it to do. Now, I've had to prove that to people many, many times. I've had to ask for ladders, like in Jacob's ladder, coming down, helping orphans with water and buildings and food and schools. I've had asked for angelic airplanes, cars and tanks. I've had to ask to stop a satanic meeting so people can get saved. I've had to believe that God could heal people, the worst of the worst. I've had to believe that I've got the keys to hell, death, and the grave. Now I can go to hell myself. And preach the word of agape love. I had to believe that all things of agape love were true. 
that this God, this father and this mother would do anything for you. And there was nothing impossible for them to do. I learned that by reading the Bible where Joshua asked God to stop the sun, stop time so they could win. So water could come out of rocks. Have you ever prayed that in some of the nations where there's no water? That water will come right out of the ground, out of a rock. No, we have to go and build wells. But I saw God said it will come out of a rock. Do you pray for manna to fall down and feed the people? Do you believe in deliverance and casting out of devils? Or do you just believe they need more faith? And it's a mental health problem. God said, love believes there is nothing impossible for it to do. So reach out with your faith and believe. Agape love spiritually endures all spiritual things that are done. Oh, there's a lot of spiritual things that are being done. There's perverse things, icky things, horrible things. He's had to endure spiritual separation from you, your death into the soul. He's had to endure the spiritual adversary of Satan. He's had to endure your ignorance of him and believing in other gods. He's had to endure your rebellion and hate. And then when you formed religion and your cultures and your traditions, it has to endure all those kind of spiritual things. You worshiping other gods, maybe the God of your nation, God of a flag or a constitution, maybe a political party. Mm-hmm. Who knows? He has to, he and his mother's side, agape love, they have endured and will. They are long suffering for you. They know you're ignorant. Many are not ignorant about their adversary. They think God is their adversary. He's interfering with what they're trying to do. They don't have a conscience anymore. It's seared. Because if they had a conscience, they would know that their acts are sinful against this God. For he would judge them. And I just heard yesterday on a TV show, nobody wants to be judged. But we're already judged and condemned. It is a good thing to have God look at you and say, am I doing right? According to you. Not according to a religious belief. God is not a religion. God is a king. And he has laws of his kingdom. God is a mother, a father. He's an ambassador. He's a creator, a designer, an architect. He's a healer, a physician. Mm-hmm. And he loves you. Oh, yes, he loves the earth, but it's so wicked now, filled with so much blood and murder and hate. He's going to have to destroy it one day, fold it up like an old garment. But he will create a new earth. 
mm-hmm. for us and the garden to be on. Copy love spiritually never fails in what it desires for itself and you. It will bear the long years of separation from you. Will endure all your hate, your betrayal, your adultery to it. A good story to see it in action is a book in the Bible named Hosea. This young prophet was told to marry a prostitute. He did, which didn't seem right to most people. But God was going to show his love for humanity through this marriage. Mm -hmm. Gomer was her name. Gomer was a slave. He bought her from the slave market. She couldn't believe that she was a wife. Beautiful to Hosea. She'd run away and go back into prostitution. Get caught, get back on the slave market. He'd go buy her again. Time and time again, he said, don't treat her like a slave. She's your wife. Treat her with dignity, honor, and respect. No matter what she's done, why she does it. It's a great story to understand. Agape love for us. Mm -hmm. And it never fails in what it sets its heart to do. If it sets its heart on you, it will patiently work throughout your life. And even if you die and never meet him and never get to know him, he'll send Pastor Deborah. I don't know if others go, but he'll send me into hell itself to reach you, to talk to you. Now, I have asked and he has done and set a sign before you. At the entrance of hell itself is the cross with the young man, with the light shining out, saying, God loves you. Accept our sacrifice. You are forgiven. And there's an angel there with a cup of cold water. Please drink and feel his love before you enter into hell itself. You're given a chance. And if you refuse it, I'm coming to you in hell. I have a wonderful story about that called 72 Virgins. These two brothers who bombed the Boston Marathon. The Sanayar brothers. One died and went to hell. The other was a young man. He came to me one day when I was outside. He asked me in the spirit, was his brother in paradise? I said, no, sweetie. He was not. He was in hell. So remember, they were from another religion that believed. If you martyred yourself and killed infidels, you would go to paradise and get 72 virgins, women, I guess, could have been men, as your reward. So you were going to get a sexual reward, pleasure forevermore, sexually. I don't know who these 72 virgins were to be. Were they angels? Were they women? Well, maybe those women didn't want to be your sex slave. So I took the younger Sanaya brother to hell with me. He was in my shadow, in my glory. 
And we found his brother. And I talked to him. And told him about this agape love for him. He didn't believe at first. He was shocked. But he eventually accepted the agape love of God. He thought something had happened. He was waiting to go to paradise. And when he believed, he was born again. His brother saw it. And he got born again. And the highway to heaven opened up. And the younger Sanaya brother asked if he could go with his brother into heaven. And they did. They went into the throne room. And they both met the king of heaven. Now the younger Sanaya brother came back. Because he was not dead. His physical body was still alive. And I told him, you may not ever come out of prison. Because he got arrested. You may die. But until you do, you go out spiritually. Just like we did. You go to your cousins and your family and your people. And you tell them about agape love. And heaven and what happened in hell with your brother. Be a witness, a testimony. The power of agape love. That nothing is impossible. There's no place you can't go. That it will not reach out for you. It never fails. It's going to get every human. And it's going to reach Places you never thought it would go. And it will bear and wait and cry for you. That is the power of agape love. Agape love spiritually never ends. Even after this earth is folded up like an old garment. Agape love will go on into eternity. When a new earth is formed. And we get new bodies. The life that agape love with its family always desired will begin. As for spiritual prophecies, we're told, they will spiritually pass away. They will be fulfilled. Or they will be proven a lie. As for spiritual tongues, Some people speak in those now. They will spiritually end. All those that are negative, in doubt, cursing. Mm -hmm. They'll end. As for knowledge of the earth, the earthly world, the soul, it will spiritually pass away. Knowledge of Satan and darkness and ignorance will be gone. Knowledge of war, hate will be gone. Only the knowledge of truth, the kingdom of heaven, and agape love will be there. For knowledge, that's the earthly kind of our soul, is spiritually imperfect. And our spiritual prophecies are also imperfect. We think we know what's going to happen. Only God knows. But he does tell us in his word. If you're looking correctly. With the right set of eyes. You're not trying to prove anything. Get money from it. Be the mighty prophet. 
to try to tell what's going on in the world. Just be about the Lord's business. And if you want to know what's going on, he'll tell you. But when the perfect, what's that? Agape love comes into you, into your spirit, into its fullness within you. When it came on the earth in Christ Jesus, the imperfect death was defeated. It passed away from our lives. When it enters into your spirit, spiritual death and lies and iniquities pass away. When I was a child, this writer of Corinthians, which was the Apostle Paul, says, when I was a child, spiritually, I spoke as a child. See, when we look at children, they speak. They have a little bit of knowledge and truth, but it's as a child views the world. And he said, I even reasoned and thought, made decisions like a child. But when I became a spiritual man, even an earthly man, grown up and mature, I gave up my spiritual ways. That's child development. For now, he says, we spiritually see in a mirror dimly. I can look into this realm. It's dim, but I can see a little. But then, when we spiritually come face to face with agape love, and we peer into it, and we see its glory, its truth, its light, and we look in its face, like a baby in the arms of a mother, then we will see. Mm -hmm. Now I spiritually know in part, but then when the spiritual perfect comes, maturity, the fullness of a godly love in my life, and I can see for myself and understand And know the power, the glory, the righteousness, the judgment, everything of agape love. I shall spiritually understand fully. Most of us are not there yet. Pastor Deborah's getting there. I know a lot spiritually. I don't know it all. I have to keep studying topics. I keep watching movies. Mm Mm-hmm. But I'm learning more than I ever used to know. Even though I was a believer. Took being in the presence of God. Laying in his presence. Having his presence touch me over and over and over. Staying in his word. Reading his word. Reading books. Listening to teachers and preachers about the kingdom. Over and over. Praying to be free of everything that's not of a copy love, asking God to deliver me, set me free in my soul, everything that's not a copy love. Even as I have been fully spiritually understood, Paul is telling us here that one day you will understand much 
And you will even understand that you, in your old horrible condition, and you as a baby spiritually, have been spiritually understood by God beloved. And it still loved you and wanted you and wanted to help you and teach you and shepherd you, guard you and protect you into all the fullness it had for you. Paul goes on and says, so faith and hope and agape love abide. You must have faith. You must have hope in agape love. Believe agape love exists. And you must believe in agape love. These three are here. They're important. But the greatest of these is agape love. Agape love is even greater than faith and hope. It's the most powerful energy source relationship of this God of the kingdom of heaven. This image and likeness. This mother. Agape love is the greatest gift. Of everything. So you be encouraged. It is here. Today. For you. It wants to touch you. It wants to feed you. And nourish you. It wants to revive you. It wants to grow you. Nurture you. Protect you. It wants you to understand. Truth and knowledge. It wants to develop itself. In you. So your spirit can be seen as a child of agape love with all of the characteristics, abilities, and skills of your mama. Agape love itself, the very likeness of this God of creation, the king of the kingdom of heaven. So if you would like to have agape love in your life spiritually, then please accept his greatest gift into yourself. It will come gently and begin helping you to be birthed anew, give you a Hebrews 4.12, a spiritual circumcision out of your soul so it can nourish you with its words of truth and life. And your spirit will begin to grow. And for a long time, you just need to hear, I love you from a mama. And look in the eyes of a godly love and see that love and tenderness and mercy. Because you are just a baby. Godly love is here. And it wants to touch you and reach you. Be a part of your life. So you too can one day. Be a grown and mature vessel, an instrument of spoken witness testimony of it to others. So come and let it God be loved. Enter your spirit, enter your life, and begin its work to grow you, love you, for it is here now, even in the garden as you watch this video just say yes that's all it'll do the rest father all those that invite you into their life 
and they want agape love as their mama. Let it be so. Fulfill Isaiah 61 and 62 in their lives. Bring forth the Hebrews 4.12. Fulfill in their lives. Plant your seed of the tree of agape love in their spirit. Help their spirit to grow and develop into a vessel of agape love itself. Help then the spirit to transform their soul into a clean and pure vessel of agape love. So others can see you and your glory and learn about agape love. You, the likeness of you, for you tell us you are love itself. You are the essence of everything of love, of agape. Father, be about your work here in the garden through this video. This day, reach Reach into wars. Reach into people who are fearful. Reach, Father, into the wombs, to the nursing homes, the hospitals, families, children. Reach. Be about your work. For you're the author of agape love and the finisher of it. You're the beginning and the end. Father, do your work that only you can do. And fulfill your own heart's desires of having children through agape love. Birthed by agape love from the cross. Filled with agape love and children of agape love. Father, this is your work. In the name of Christ Jesus, amen. Okay, that finishes this part. Number 29. Next week, we'll have number 30. Bye. See you out there in the realm of agape love. The realm where all things are possible. The realm of truth and light. The realm of agape love. Bye-bye.